See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right. And hey, 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 we're back. Big Slow Robot A-Go-Go. Big show number 77. My name is Chairman Mao. With me, as always, is Dr. Morbius <laughs> from Parts Unknown. <laughs> and you can tell I've had a week to recover and some coffee, so I'm a little bit more animated than last week. Sounds good, man. Yeah, tough tough week last week, but we'll move on from that. No biggie. All right, this is uh, uh, what are we? What do we do? Where can you find us? You can find us pretty much everywhere that quality entertainment is to found. You can start at bunchofdorks.com. He said, laughing to himself, <laughs> on bunchofdorks.com. You can listen to my old podcast, which is 230 shows of insaniness. Uh, that's just called Bunch of Dorks. Or you can click the big button that says Slow Robot A Go Go, and that's going to give you all you need to know about crazy, wacky B movies. Or there's a third mystery button. Wonder what that button does. <laughs> Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown, tell us, what does that button do? Does that button take us to Two Dimension Podcast? I think it might. Oh, yeah, the comic book podcast with no direction. That's right. Listen, learn, love. That's all I got to say. Comics. <laughs> Hey! Okay, hey now. <laughs> I gotta get one of those slide whistles. Like, <laughs> yeah, one of those little kazoos. Like, Vroom. all right. So, if you don't, if, if and if that doesn't handle, if that doesn't address all of your entertainment needs, well, then you're the living dead. So we also, where else can you find us? You can find us at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That is our home page, where pretty much it's just a blog that hosts how used to. I had aspirations of like putting in all these like handwritten <laughs> things, and I did about two or three, and I was like, eh, no. So then now it's just the shows. Or you can go to iTunes, with the, or you can go to Stitcher, or you can go to sliceradio.com.au. We have a Facebook group that you can join, and all these things are on the show notes. You can click them if you're super lazy, and it'll take you there. So yay for all of that. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, all right. You know, we didn't we didn't do a top ten this week. Uh, nope. we're, gonna, we're gonna have to just uh, we're gonna have to just BS our way it. right through it. You know. Oh man, you know I I've been watching when you came in. I was still watching them. I started uh, rewatching the old Munsters. Those are great. Um, oh my God, they were great. What what prompted all this is I was watching a um a hot rod show, and they went to that maker. The guy who made it, what's of, his name? Uh, Big Daddy uh, Roth or something? Yeah, no, it wasn't Ed Roth. It was um, Ed... Oh, Barris. George ba- Barris. Yeah, George Barris. George Barris. He's the guy that did the, the original Batmobile. He did uh, a lot of things. And they had that there. And he fired it up. And I didn't realize what a monster of a real hot rod this thing was. You know, 10 carbs and straight pipes <laughs> out of the back. I mean, this thing is a this thing is a crazy monster of a vehicle. Wow. And I was like, oh, look at that. How cool it is. You know, when you see it... You're, when you're when you're a kid, you just see the monsters, you know, the monsters, I should say. And but when you're older, you know, and I'm I'm a kind of I love hot rods, <clears throat> so I I saw this thing and he fired up and I was like, oh man. So that was like that prompted me to go to Netflix and they're sure sure enough they're for instant streaming. So I've just been watching them from the first one on. You know, I think I've only seen them when I was a kid. I watched them, of course, 
day in and day out, but that was like just re, re, uh, repeat order mm-hmm. or rerun order, which is whatever, you know, yeah. kind of haphazard. So uh, starting from start to finish, you know, I'm going to go through the whole series. A lot of fun, you know. And you, were you know, were, did you like the Addams Family more? You had asked if they No, had, I like the Monsters. The Monsters? Better. I think Adam's the, family is good, but it's a different yeah. kind of good. It's a little kinkier. I yeah, think. Duder from work is a big big Adam's fan oh, yeah, over yeah, Monsters, I think. Yeah, it's a little... I mean, if it possibly could be a little more adult, it is. Yeah. I know the uh, Adam's family pinball machine gets a lot of money. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> no, is oh, it yeah. From the, is it from the movies or from the TV <laughs> show? I don't know. Good question. It's probably from the movies. It must be. Yeah. yeah they, they should make a Monsters pinball machine. I'd buy it. <laughs> yeah, if you get like what five thousand dollars, <laughs> you can usually get them. Yeah, they any more they that's what they are when they're new. You have to wait till they're all beat up and then you have to restore them. Yeah. Uh, I bought one new one. That the, the my Austin that's a pa- new one? Austin Powers bought it off the crate from Damn. from the manufacturer. Wow. Yep, two thousand and one, man, and it's been lovingly cared for ever since. Like I take such good care of it, and oh, you know that's the one because I a lot of times I'll buy up old machines and. Fix them and flip them, you know, sell them. I'll, I'll play with them for a while, then I get rid of them. But I, I wanted one that was not kicked in and molested and yeah. beaten to hell for once, you know, so I bought it now. So you actually bought it from the company yep. that makes them. It showed up on a pallet and brand new, man. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty. Has it been in this room for the whole sure time? Sure has. I set it up and it's never, that's it. Like, I move it out to fi- to work on it. Like, um, like, I keep the play field polished and I'll, you know, make sure everything's working right and blow out all the dust and everything, but... Yeah, yeah. For the most part, mint condition. It's nice. It's nice to have one like that. So if we ever make a Munsters one, which they never will, because the Munsters is you know old and forgotten. I mean, but can you look up on eBay? Maybe there's there is. No, something. they never made one. I, they never I, I, did. No, huh? they um. I'm surprised that they haven't relaunched the Munsters. Like they did. Oh, they've done a few times. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I they must have been memorable because I never even heard of them. Like. They had like specials. I can't remember. I you know who played at Herman Munster? There's this guy called John Shuck. He was in oh god, I can't remember the T V show it was, but he played a he was a big kind of doofy guy. He played him once in the eighties. And this woman called Liz Torres. Oh wait a minute, no, no, no. They played the Adams family. Yeah, you're thinking of the Adams family. I'm thinking of the Adams family. No, they've never they, done the Munsters. I think they did a pilot a few years ago. And it didn't sell, but they aired it on TV last Halloween, and Eddie Izzard was in it, and Portia huh. de Rossi was in it, and and the dude from uh, Sliders was in it as Herman Munsters. Sliders? Which oh, that that dude that was in Stand By Me. I can't think of his name right now. Um, Is he a giant? Uh, he's a tall guy, but they made him. They they had him playing Herman Munster, <laughs> not as a Frankenstein monster. He had some oh. scars, and he had some like a little bit of deformity, but it, they didn't really play it up but it didn't sell for a reason because it really wasn't that funny again it was a little like kind of like sexual innuendo kind of stuff oh, or, they tried to rebrand whatever, it rather than just repackage yeah it. yeah it, again it played last halloween but it was a pilot that didn't catch on yeah well i can see why i mean people that tune in were wanting the monsters yeah now i'm pissed i can't remember the guy's name <laughs> o'connell jerry o'connell was wow. played uh herman monster yeah <laughs> well it was great to see fred um gwint how do you say his name? Fred, Fred Gwen. Yeah. Gwen, yeah. It was great to see him um, again and, you know, so young when he made this. Not so young, but younger than, you know, when we saw him, like, in what My Cousin Vinny and some of those yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, when he was yeah. very old, you know, and could hardly get around. You know, he, he when he was, when he would do, like, uh, maybe not conventions or appearances or whatever, 
he didn't want to talk about Herman Munster. He was felt he was been typecast and was kind of like pissed <laughs> off at it and like a Gilligan syndrome or yeah yeah Gilligan's yeah. Island. They always they all complained about that and yeah yeah because I remember years ago I was listening to a Howard Stern show and he had Stuttering John go up to him and they basically told everybody no questions about Herman Munster. Of course, Stuttering John asked him a question and he was very like patient and nice with them, but he was like. John, why did you bring this up? You know, yeah, and it was like it. it was like. But the thing is, it's like it bit the hand that feeds him. But I guess the hand that fed him didn't feed him. Much. Didn't um kind of screwed up his career. It's like it's like horror movie guys that never wanted to be horror movie guys and they right. got typecast. <clears throat> That's what happened. Here, uh, Gwen was also in Car Fifty Four. Where are you? <laughs> with uh with uh, Grandpa with Al Lewis. They were both huh. in that show, and then they went on and did the monsters. And you I know, John Al- Shuck was in. A remake of the Monsters. I can't remember who played Lily, but he did play Herman Munster in the '80s. There was a reboot of it. I'll bet you that. Um, I, well, I've heard that, that Al Lewis, when he, before he died, was a real kinky, like oh, yeah. crazy man, a wild man, like the yeah. grandpa. I heard he was a dirty old bastard. Yeah, 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 he was. Yeah. And, I, and Eddie Munster. He's was, a punk rock. Was a punk rock. Guy. Yeah, but he lives down here. He's he, he lives in Florida. He goes or. Is it, or am I thinking of someone else? They go to like the bar. They go to the bar down at the beach. Down no there. kidding. I, There's like a hangout. Butch that, Patrick. Yeah, Butch it? Patrick, and and the other guy, um, <clears throat> Butch Patrick, and another TV star about the same time. Like, I can't remember the name of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. They both hang out at at they at just at this bar, being angry old drunks. You know, just oh, sounds interesting. Yeah, but we need to go bother them. <laughs> no, that's okay. I don't need that. But yeah, a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoy I, I enjoy watching the old shows. You know, some of them. Yeah, it's funny because the show was in black and white, but the movies, the two movies they did were in color, and it was kind of weird because you kind of got a little bit of a shock because Herman was real bright green, and uh, yeah. I, I don't know, it was weird to see it in color. But they did have drag the, the Dragula and the yeah, uh, the Dragula was very cool looking. Like yeah. uh, that was a very cool, and the other one was almost like it looks like a funeral. Uh, yeah. Hers. Yeah, yeah. With the like a lot of re- uh, purples and red velvets, black, black with the pinstriping on it. Very, very cool. Uh, that that's the kind of a very fun, cool show. You know, I always it age, it ages it aged well. It, it does. It's not, it's it's not, not so bad. It's not so bad. I was kind of gritting my teeth when I hit play the first time because I'm like this might be really bad and I found myself laughing along with it like where I was supposed to laugh I was laughing. You know, it was a great movie, a great TV show. Uh, some of the stuff in the 60s aged a lot better than some of the other stuff. Because <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. it's not like, I think we talked about it before. It's not um, relevant to the time. It's just like its own little weird little world. Well, even even look at some of like uh, the earlier 007s. Now, yeah. I like 007, but the first ones are like, whoa, come on now. Yeah, Cold uh, War. Very odd, very, you know, the sexism is much harder than it was, you know, like yeah, much yeah, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. like kind of not appropriate now. You well, watch that's the way like, it was kind of back then. Uh-huh, uh-huh, no, I mean, I that show Mad Men is all about that. Yeah, I never watched that. Now we've gone in the opposite direction too much, <clears throat> and back then we were in that mode possibly too much, depending mm. on, you know. Who you ask. Yeah, it, it's, it, well, well we, we, can, we can go to the, the old, you know, if, if is it a... Is is it is it a sexual if it, if the person likes it, you know what I mean? Is it harassment yeah. if they like it? It's usually <laughs> harassment if they don't like the attention. <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I mean? So it's like a slippery slope, mm-hmm. a little you know. Yeah, it's pretty I think crazy. We uh, go through. 
I always kind of laughed when the Gilligan's Island people uh, bitched and moaned about uh, how it ruined their career. Now, maybe the guy who played the professor, he was in a lot of other stuff. Everyone else on there, what what would they have? I mean, what would they have done? You know what I mean? Like, they, like Gilligan would have wouldn't have been. Well, Gilligan was obviously a stoner, a beatnik stoner. Like, yeah. what, I mean, what would he have done in other than Gilligan's Island? You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, you know, uh, what's his face did a lot of shows actually. John Denver he did one called Bob, not John Denver, Bob Denver. <laughs> John Denver did a shit ton yeah. of shows. He did do a lot of TV shows actually, <laughs> but um, yeah, Bob Denver did a, a few other shows. He, he was in. Dobie Gillis earlier on, where he played a beatnik guy. That's what I mean. Like those did, characters went away. There was no call for a yeah beatnik, you but know. A, but that's a classic show. Yeah, that's never, another one of those that's kind of timeless. Never saw it. Never way. saw it. Yeah. Do, Dobie Gillis. Yeah, Dobie Gillis sometimes plays on some of those retro network. It was it's totally beatnik. It's like the people like some of the guys talk. Hey, Daddy O. Do they snap their fingers and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. And Maynard Kreb, who uh, who is what who Bob Denver plays. He's got like a goatee, and he's I've got the. I've seen the pictures of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally fifties beat. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's dated. Let's put it Boy, that way. Beatniks came and went pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, but you know what the interesting about beatnik? Not that I'm a fan or anything like that, but uh, beatniks begat the hippies, really. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's where all the rebel, you know, the revolution, the rebellion started. Except beatniks were all black and white and short hair, and hippies were all colorful and long hair. So hippies kind of went in the opposite direction, yeah. but they were the they were the fathers of uh, yeah. the hippies. Thanks, beatniks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick trailer break, and then when we come back, we're going to get into what we watched this week. And then yeah. we're going to get into our Watch. movie of the week. So hang tight. Or hang ten, as it were. Or whatever. Crystal! Can the world heavyweight boxing champion match his fists against the lethal masters of the martial arts? <laughs> Bamboo gods and iron men. From Harlem to Hong Kong and across the China Sea, they fear the name, the fame, and the fury of Black Cal Jefferson, the champ. He matched a left hook and a right cross against the skills of the Kung Fu killers and hit them right where they live, in the land of bamboo gods and iron men, where the naked fist is deadlier than a bullet. Black Cal Jefferson... He carved a path of vengeance and violence across the land of bamboo gods and iron men. From American International, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Two giant monster films, The War of the Gargantuas and Monster Zero. See the two mighty gargantuas battle to the death. And on the same program, Rodan and Godzilla join forces to destroy the deadly Monster Zero. The War of the Gargantuas and Monster Zero, both in color, rated G, general audience from United Productions of America, a subsidiary of DEI Industries. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. All right, so there are those two things. What was that? I, 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 I mistook the bamboo bamboo gods and Iron Men Iron Men for the one that Carradine Circle did. Circle of Iron was the Circle one. Circle of Iron. That wasn't the last one he did, was it? No, no, no. No, that was like one of those ones in the late 80s or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. All right, so what have you watched this week, Dr. Morbius? This is your segment, now? my friend, because Uh-oh. I did not watch anything. Nothing. Nothing. No movies. Wow. No movies. Dang, man. <clears throat> okay, well, I picked up 
right clipped along with the uh hardcore which which was the next one in the Jean-Claude Van Dammathon um I've rounded the turn I'm coming into home stretch but these last I think these there's like 12 or 14 more are uh they're the hard to get ones they're all on video they're hard to you know hard to find um <laughs> uh, hmm. so yes hardcore was hard hardcores I don't know it was very urban I'll leave it at that okay what year is it from 2006, no 2004. Okay. So yeah, I'm in the mid. I'm in. Was it made in the U.S.? That one was. Okay. I think so. Yeah. They're 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 really they these are kind of really getting the like hit and miss with these. They're, like the like I'll quickly explain. I, I've been watching all the John Claude Van Damme movies in in chronological order, and I do like a small little video about them, and I'm gonna put them all together one mashup kind of thing, and um. I've always been a fan of Jean-Claude Van Damme's, and I liked most of his his offerings. But there was a there was a period where he was cranking out like the straight to video stuff, just like Seagal is now. And um, I didn't ever even know they were out there. You know, like I don't know anything about these that I've hit now. You know, even some of the like the Legionnaire and stuff like that. I knew about them, or I watched a little bit of them. This is the stretch where it's like, what in the hell is this, you know? Mm. And some of them are pretty dicey. Some of them are really like, <laughs> oof, okay. And then I, I watched the, uh, I have the Blu-ray of The Man with the Iron Fists. So I watched that finally. I opened up that uh, Blu-ray. I bought it when it came out a couple months ago. Just never got around to watching it, which, um, although a lot of people don't like it, I like it. I think it's a very crazy kung fu movie. Um I don't know. I gave it a break. I, I I don't know what people expect out of their kung fu. Like everyone was like trashing this thing, and I'm like, do none of you watch kung fu? Do you, I mean, like if you watch the whole, all the different kinds of kung fu movies that have been churned out over the years, you know, what 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 the hell are you expecting to go into? This yeah, isn't going to be some grand opus. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? No, this isn't no. Citizen Kane. This is a freaking revenge flick, uh, you know, done by the RZA. So, for God's sake, lighten up. <clears throat> then I watched uh, Escape from L.A., which I watch early and often. Um, that's a very... I loved Escape from New York. Hell, I even had, had you get me some uh, Snake Plissken comic book. Did I ever give them to you? Yeah. I think I think, okay. I think you didn't get me the first one or something. Like, there's okay, one right. floating around somewhere, but I was like, whatever, you know. Um, being a Snake Plissken fan, and, I, and Kurt Russell is one of my favorite actors, so even this cheese ball of a film... Uh, Escape from L.A. cracks me up. I watch it. I watch it a lot. I think it's really funny. Uh, then I watch that uh, Lockout, which is that Guy Pierce prisoner in space thing, which I've watched that a few times. That's one of those guilty pleasures. Everyone in the world hated that one, and I, I still watch it. I don't like Guy Pierce. Well, I mean, I don't know him, but I, I don't like his... He's very snarky and, like, mm. over-the-top, like, bro bromance kind of guy in this one it's like oh yeah bro you know he's always saying some piffy little one-liner and you're like put it away bro just just stop uh but but it's whatever it is what it is and then uh, then i watched the very old i guess brit from britain or england the people that time forgot oh those edgar rice burroughs things yeah yeah, yeah those yeah. are fun man it was fun i i didn't have any, any expectations i was like okay let's roll the dice on this one and uh, yeah. it was a netflix streaming and isn't it funny? Is that with Doug McClure in it? Yeah. The Virginian? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. From our last movie, he was in uh, he was in Humanoid <laughs> from the Deep. So, you, yeah, that Doug McClure double feature. Oh, my God. Week. That is the same guy. Yeah, yeah. same guy. Oh, A little that, bit earlier. Yeah, there was, um, I don't know. 
It was some really odd. It was it was a very strange tale. There's a couple of them too, and they all have like really good looking leading ladies. Um, Carolyn Monroe's in one, and uh, Dana Gillespie's in the other one. I think yeah. it's the there's a, the people that time forgot, the land that time forgot. I forgot what right. the other ones. Was Peter Cushing in this one? I don't know. Must uh, probably. Yeah, uh, the, you know Peter Cushing from Star Wars. You know the the and the first one, the general. Moffat or whatever his name is, the Grand... Oh, Grand Tarkenton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Friend Tarkenton. Friend Tarkenton, yeah, he's in it too. You can see him in the background running around from a... Hucking like, hucking footballs around or whatever. running around trying to escape from the defensive lineman. Yeah, Fran Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton was in it, you know. Uh Reggie Reggie White was in it. It's it's crazy. But, um, I I don't know. It was, it was decent. Uh, yeah, at first there's the indignant journalist woman who is just like there to kind of be frumpy, and then the then the uh, hot to trot uh, cave woman that time oh, yeah. had forgot. It got a little bit messy though because okay, there's some dinosaurs and you're like okay, well that's cool. And then there's this scantily clad cave woman. And you're like oh well okay, I'm on board for this. And then there's like samurais running around yeah. with like full body samurai masks and stuff. And you're like. Yeah, why not? Um, hmm. I'm like, okay, I guess. And then, <laughs> I don't know. You know, It's one of those things where you kind of like go, well, all right, I guess. So, whatever. It was, it was a lot of fun. It's all though. fun, yeah. yeah all that, fun. And that's all it was. And then, other than that, I've just been watching The Munsters and, uh, what else, Pawn Stars. And I guess that's about it. Yeah, I've hardly watched any TV. I've been like... Uh, drawing a lot and uh, really? reading some stuff and you know I've, I've tuned out a little bit so next That's week good. I'll next mm-hmm. week I'll get back into the uh, couch I, potato I, I mean it's bad for like our podcast but I mean it's good oh, for well, yours I, you well know? actually tomorrow after we go to the convention I think it's going to be an all nighter over my friend's house of movie watching so it'll be nice. good for the podcast then I'm I sure can... I'll find some like horrid <laughs> crap that you know, we'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. And I'll use against you at some point in the future on a versus show. It's true. Show. I know. Although I am, I am very excited for next week. Okay. After that idea that we had, like, I'll, oh, oh, we're gonna do that. Oh yeah. Oh my we, god. We gotta find it though. I looked it up online. Like I was reading about it. Uh, well, I'm gonna like spoil it. I'm just gonna talk about All it because right, this week we're doing a double feature kind of uh, of a very crazy Japanese um, superhero. Like, superhero almost like a serial thing and we were just talking about like wrestling but uh we, this is at work we're sitting there bs and and we're talking about like and we started reminiscing about because i said wrestling kind of comes and goes in my life i don't i don't really watch wrestling but i guess i kind of do like i'll watch it for a couple months and then i go away from it maybe for a couple years and then something will bring me back and i'll watch it but like i'll watch it for a little while again because it's kind of fun and funny and the characters are very goofy you know it's just a soap opera um and then we were talking about you and a you and a couple dr morris from parts unknown and a couple other people were chiming in with these crazy old wrestlers like you're from the 80s 70s 80s yeah, from uh, Florida, you know Gordon yeah, Soli. yeah you know crazy stuff and we were like man we should do the first wrestlemania so that's well, next week's show. We're gonna watch WrestleMania from 1985. I looked up the date. Yeah, with Hulk Hogan and all. That? And Mr. T and Andre the Giant. Oh I was just like, god. I'm like looking at these people, and I was like, oh my god, we're, this is gonna be crazy. Is fun. it on YouTube? No. Nah, well, I don't know. We can. I'll try and find it. I'll okay. see. I I doubt it, but you never know. If not, I'll get it from Netflix. Oh okay. Because. It just cracked me up. I was just like, oh, man, that'll be fun. Like, totally different from what we normally do, but it's still going to be very, 
very 80s, very dated, very... Is that with all know. the rock stars in it, with Cindy Lauper in it and all that? I don't they know. They didn't get on board? No, I don't think so. This is the first one. Okay. You know. So that's what, that's what's on board for next week. Uh, if you're if you're a friend, or if you're a wrestling fan, or you're, a, you're friends with re- wrestling fans, let them know that the next week we will be doing a full review of the WrestleMania 1. Oh, God. Slow wrestling a go go. Yeah, whatever. Hey. <laughs> like, hey, whatever. Just keep throwing stuff and at the wall. And after that, we can do a mass wrestler, Spanish mass wrestler movie in Spanish. Okay, I'll just be like, I don't know. The action was no, okay. I'll, I guess. Find, I'll find subtitles. <laughs> nice. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we get back, we're gonna be doing our movies of the week. You, 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 do you see that S? That means plural in English. Or What's S in Spanish? Ese. <laughs> ese. Eh, movie ese. Películas. Yes, see that thing. Natasha, is that miserable moose and squirrel? Step aside, Sinbad. Watch out, Star Wars. Here comes the master of the flying guillotine, the ultimate action fantasy. A legend, he battled the warriors from beyond time with weaponry beyond imagination. See the monkey man. See the arena of death. See the challenge of the inferno, the tornado of knives, the fighting magician with the 18-foot arms, and see the master of the flying guillotine. Filmed in Super Cinevision from Seymour Bordy and Associates, rated R. The Smog Monster, spewing its poisonous venom over the earth. Only one force dared stand up to its overpowering evil. Godzilla. See Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Two monsters battling for the domination of the earth. Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. An American International Pictures release in color rated G. Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. The battle for life on earth. All right, Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Hedera. Wrecking the rejoint. All right, so what did we watch this week? Starman. Starman, Supergiant. Supergiant. So which one, which one is it, Supergiant or Starman? Supergiant in Japan and uh, Starman in the U.S. Well, these were... Now, Now, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown gave me... A, he, he bought a double feature of it from, uh, from, something, from something weird video. Something weird video. Um, and the first one is attack a, from space. Attack from uh, from attack from outer space. Yeah, and this and, the, and then the second evil one brain was from outer space. the evil brain from outer space. Um, same opening clips. These are from '64, but they really have a, earlier than they this. have a '50s feel. They were they were made in the earlier '60s, maybe even the late '50s, and I think it was nine little feature movies and they they bought them and they turned them into four American Okay, movies. that's so what happened. They're all choppy. Because they looked really 50s to me. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They also, these two movies that we watched were, um, they were, they're very reminiscent of, uh, like, te- not Teenage from Outer Space, the, uh, what's the, uh, oh, damn it, the, the serial. Radar Men from the Moon. Okay. They right. they very reminiscent of the American serials, which were the ones that were the 15 minute um, mini movies that were in front of movies to entice kids to go every week. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, very formulaic, very kind of low, low, low budget. You know, um, goofy movies. Go- oh, yeah. re- really, really odd. Like hard to. They were the odd to the point where it was kind of hard to follow. Like. It was simplistic, so you could you could follow along, but it it didn't have any arc. It didn't have any anything. Like you're just kind of watching flashing things on the TV. Well, they would know. take like three features, 
that were like maybe 40, 50 minutes each uh-huh. and cut them together into one 78-minute movie. So you're taking 150 minutes and cutting into 78, so it's going to be a mess. Yeah, they are. And they these are the definition of hot mess. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. Th- what it reminds me of is more Superman because the way he flies. Yes, the first Superman. The first, the George Reeves Superman. Jo- the way he flies and the way he's like does his own like thing. It's just, it's it's definitely a Superman. Yes, this is the type of uh, thing where they don't, it was, it they Japan saw the first Superman and they were like, we can do that. You know, we just, we'll make ours from outer space. Yeah. And then, and also like, the, you saw the wires and they didn't care. Like no. they weren't going to take that extra two minutes to <laughs> to paint the wire black or whatever. Like there was no illusion whatsoever to anything yeah. here. You know, like it was very odd. Um, oh, the whole thing's really odd. I mean, just the character looks odd. He doesn't have a cape. He's got like flaps under his arms and yeah, and he's, he's <laughs> I don't. He's an odd-looking fellow. Like yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Japanese, of course. He's Japanese. He's not a muscle-bound guy. But he's stout. He's stout, like a, almost like a wrestler. Like a he looks like a wrestler. Yeah. Like yeah. a like an Olympic wrestler, not like a WWE wrestler. Like kind of a weird, thick body, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. not much uh, arm strength. He 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 always flexed his arms. Yeah. Like yeah, there was some that. there he was some moves move. where he was like where he put his arms up like um. And flex his arms like he was showing you his biceps, but there was nothing there. Like, I, now, did you watch both of them, or you had no, some technical I difficulties? Evil Brain. I had okay. technical, so I watched Evil Brain. I watched the second one. I watched the first one, and then, um, yeah, how, how about that? He, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown gives me his copy, and then has technical difficulties watching them. Yeah, I felt yeah, kind of yeah. bad about that, but I'm like, all right. Yeah. So I powered through both of them. So I watched the, the double feature, and Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown only watched the. Second one, which was the Evil Brain from Outer Space, which was the way better one. I think so. Oh, yeah. way, 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 way better. At least, even just for the wacky appearances. Like, oh, yeah. I'll do a quick one of the first one. You know, so basically, um, we're introduced to this character in the means of there's like a uh, well, the alien dudes are in the beginning still same like, one the same side same side. exact scene like there's these aliens talking with their hand motions there's and they're all different like robots and they call them the, the gem people yeah or something yeah. like that the, the, that looks cool that was okay yeah i, I liked how like there was saturn in the background and it, like it was swinging yeah there was movement like there was a saturn hung up uh, on the back and it like swung back and forth like pendulum like and i was like nice and then they say and starman has this watch that makes it that he can fly through space and it makes it that he can talk in english and you're like okay i guess that, I, interesting note that the guy who narrates these movies is, uh-huh. is, is his name is Brett Morrison. He was the guy who played one of the guys who played the Shadow in the '40s. So he had that oh, voice or whatever. Oh yeah, and now I know it. Yeah, uh-huh. I know what you're talking about now because I used one to, of the guys. I heard the, I heard those. I used to listen to those some a little bit. Orson Welles did the Shadow, and but Brett right. Morrison was a Shadow, and he also was the guy that. That narrated, did a lot of trailers, and he did the trailer for Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. That guy, yeah. Nice. So, and that's, yeah, and this is all told in voiceover. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, yeah. And then they, sh- they show him, like, flying. And you're going to see this flying clip a, a, lot. Lo- a lot. And it's, again, you can see the two where the harnesses are hooked up. Uh-huh. You can see, like... I mean, it's a black and white movie, but you can still see it. But they, they, they're, I guess they're making some attempt to maybe try. Uh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> and then, but there's these, and then there's like three reaction shots showing his 
not point of view, but like looking up, the camera's like directly above him while he's suspended, where he's like looking right, flying, looking left, flying, and then like kind of looking straight ahead as he's flying. And they cut those reaction shots in like a lot too. You know, this you you you. There's a couple of, uh, scenes that you're gonna see numerous numerous times in these. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. You know, the first one, honestly, it looks like it's about five minutes of content that got stretched out to seventy minutes. If that sounds <laughs> like right, you know what I mean? Like, there's at the end of this thing, there's a twenty-five minute, like where he's just dispatching henchmen. Now. I'm all for a good, like, kung fu fight or whatever. But, oh, my God. Like, it just keeps going. And he's doing that stuff where he'll duck. And then he karate chops some guy in the back of the neck. And then he steps back a little bit. And he makes it, he bonks the two guys' heads together. And then he, he jumps up. And he jumps down. And, and you're just like, oh, my God. Come on. And then you start looking at your watch because you're like, how long is this going to go on? And then it just keeps going. Like, it literally just keeps going and going. And for the 25 minutes, you're just like, Wow. Can we wrap this up? You can only see henchmen getting hucked around. Yeah. And you're like, oh. You know what it reminded me of? Not because this was the original version, but the movie that, that has a similar scene for me anyway that reminds me of this was what scene in Enter the Dragon where Bruce Lee's fighting like 80,000 guys and he's just like... And they're coming like, out of the elevator. Yeah, they're coming out of everyone. He's yeah. just fight. And one of them, if one of them, if you freeze frame it, is Jackie Chan. He's yeah. one of the dudes yep. that got beat up. I think he actually got hit. Yeah, he got hit for real, right? And he said, yeah, he, he, you know, and I guess that afterwards, um, Jackie Chan did a clip about that just recently. Did he really? Yeah, where he said something that. like, where he said, yeah, he got hit, and then, and then he just kept, they just kept going, uh-huh. you know, and then afterwards he was like, oh, are you all right or whatever like that? But you know, they they finished the scene, yeah, because cool. he got really got clubbed. But um, well, that brings up an interesting point, and I wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, when you watch the old serials. And you watched a lot of the old, old, old westerns, like the first stuff, like where cin- cinema was kind of getting rolling. Now I know it's lo- like around a lot before that, but that's kind of stuff. the I- The influence of the chop suey in the '60s and '70s, and then the action films of the '80s and '90s, have they have really given us modern fight scenes and modern um, cinema techniques that make things so palatable and so exciting to watch. That when you go back, and these were obviously not choreographed, right. obviously not, nobody there could fight their way out of a wet paper bag. They they just like they're they're hard to watch, you know. The we we what we get now is so high action, high octane, like, and all the punches and kicks look so real, and they're so fierce, and they're so fast. Even if they're speeding up, it doesn't matter. This stuff here, like the henchmen are just kind of in the background. They're just kind of like waiting for their turn to get thrown over a rail, or yeah. or you know. And it's just like you don't really realize it until you go back and watch the older stuff, and you're like, man. But it has it has a charm of its own because oh yeah, even in even in the kung fu movies, you know it's choreographed. They choreograph it better. Oh, to the they're point. More, where they're, it's, yeah, they're more they're like dancing. Asking, they're dancing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, but. Exactly, yeah. But they But they have it down they have it down. This movie was like the beginning of that kind of a thing going on. Right. Cuz yeah, cuz even those those really the 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 samurai uh slashers, I forget yeah. I forget the real name for it, but you know, the the samurai uh dramas that they had in the 60s, those were brutal those fight scenes. Sure. You know, like the 
those guys were running through buildings and hacking people up. And that, that was well choreographed and everything was done. This was, I think, just the infancy. They didn't know, they didn't really know how to pace a fight. Or they didn't know how to pace what you're watching, the action, you know. It, it was it was like a serial. Serials have all, like, big, long fight scenes in them. And this yeah. just, like, took it to the extreme. <laughs> the first one, the Starman was using, he would beat up guys and actually take their guns and 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 shoot people. Then he would bend the gun in half and throw it on the ground. The second one, there was no firearm no, play. No, there was no, no gun kata in that one. No, and no, I, no. I don't know if they just were like, that's not who we want Starman to be, or if there was complaints. or You know, it, that was actually kind of graphic to see when he was grabbing a gun, machine gunning people down. Didn't matter. There was another 900 people running at him. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it was the same guys getting up and just getting re-killed. But uh, it, it was very cool to see that, where he would take two guns and shoot shoot other people and then throw those and beat up more people and beat up more people. But uh, So this first one you're saying is one big fight scene, basically. Well, the, another thing that's kind of odd, they, they're, they're, what are they called, the centaur, centaurs? I forget. The, the, the evil scourge from outer space is basically Nazis. That's the other thing. These are Nazis that kind of dress like M. Bison in the Street Fighter movie. Like, <laughs> they have that, like, very angular, pointy outfits. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they look like Bison. And they do the salute. And even the girl, the good, the, the, there's a, and then there was one, as per always in these Japanese movies, there's the per- precocious scamps, the, the daughter and the son, and then an intelligent, super intelligent doctor who, apparently was the only person in the world that knew how to make rockets. So the Scourge, the evil from outer space, uh, not the evil brains, just the, the, you know, the attack from outer space, came there, stole the Doctor to make their own ships. And then as soon as they make their own ships, then the universe will be theirs. And Starman is there to stop them. And also the son-in-law and then the two, the precocious kids, are also there up on the space station to stop this attack from space. Um, you don't see a lot of Starman. Mm, That's the other wow. thing in the in this first one. Starman's kind of just like the bookend. He flies there. They think he dies because he falls into a volcano world when he's flying. Then he just kind of shows up for the last twenty minutes to beat people up. Like, huh. there's not a lot of interaction with this guy. He's not really the main. He's there. He's the main focus, but he's not. There, you know. Sounds like lazy editing. Someone said, "Hey, you know what? Let's just like, <laughs> like screw it, <laughs> screw it. Let's just get the fighting over with and exposition in the middle, and uh, uh, yeah, we're so, done." And it wasn't bad, and you know, this sounds like I'm just trashing this thing, and I'm not. It, no, they're fun. I, they're very fun and funny. They're moody. They have a nice black and white feel to them. Yeah. The second one, especially, has got some really creepy looking. Almost like noirish, but yeah, not, yeah, but yeah. not noir. It, it, you know, it's yeah. it's the it's just the black and white helps add to it. Um, the girl, the, the, the girl of the, of the doctor, when they go to save her, when she was doing the, she grabbed, um, one of the guards outfits and then, so she could get in there and defuse the missiles that they were blowing up New York, London, and Tokyo with, uh, she diffuses this. And when she's walking by, she even clicked her heels when, when she did this, the, <laughs> the salute and nobody else did that. Oh, like wow. she ad-libbed that. And I was like, could somebody has stopped her? Like, yeah. Like, they were all doing this, and it's not 100% the Nazi salute, but it was the Nazi salute. Like, well, in the second one, they do the Nazi salute. It was the too. same one. It was the same motion, but this girl actress... She gave it the little extra... She was, she was clicking her heels, and I'm like, 
wow, you're the only person that's done that this whole movie. Does anyone realize that? You know, it's uh, kind of very interesting. Very, uh, you know, it's yeah. just one of those things where you're watching, you're like, what? <laughs> you know. Uh, so, Starman dispatches of these billion, uh, 180 kajillion henchmen, and when he would throw them, they were wrecked. The ragdoll. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! But it was like that flailing arm. There's not enough stuffing ragdoll kind of thing. Uh, so and he was swinging. And then finally, of course, the spaceship takes off. They blow up the thing, and yay for everyone. And that was the end of the first one. You know. So now you can get into the second one. I, I, I'm sorry for talking so much. I, I wanted to get go over like kind of the first one. Funny, funny, fun. You know, you can definitely see that they were trying to do a Japanese Superman. Yeah, like, you know, sure. George Reeves, you know, sure. less drunk maybe. I don't know. Less drunk. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know Starman <laughs> exactly, but he's. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great to walk into a bar back in the '60s and you, and and it was Starman and George Reeves sitting there just taking shots? I'd be like, I'm bellying up to this bar. Yeah, right. I gotta hear this. I, I want to see this. You know. I just I just wonder if like David Bowie saw this these movies because he did do that song Starman and it is about an <laughs> alien that comes to save the earth. Man, hiding yeah, from the sky. <laughs> Sounds like the Ethel Merman version there for <laughs> a second. The Paul Lynn version. The Paul Lynn version. Starman. <laughs> I just that, that, Paul Lynn was the doctor in the first couple uh, monsters, so I forgot that guy existed. And as soon as I saw him, I was like. <laughs> Oh no! And then I found myself like laughing, you know. Yeah. Paul Lynn's really funny. Paul Lynn, not in Starman. <laughs> he would have punched it up a little bit. Yeah, he would have added something. So, to all it. right, so there you go. That's the first one. Now tell us about the second one, and we'll go over some of this. Oh god, the second one. Well, it starts off with the same intro. Exact, hundred <laughs> percent. The same, same, same alien guys. The same, the the watch. That I was almost gonna fast forward, and I was like. I'm, I'm going to wait for this. I'm going to see if this is 100% the same <laughs> or if it's a little bit different. No, 100%. And then we get the one guy with the, he's got, he's running away. The cops are chasing him, thinking of him he's a bank robber, but he's got like the brain of, uh, oh God, man, I just watched part of it too. The, the alien like, brain. He had the yeah, movie. the guy's brain. I forgot what his name was though. Oh. Not, not Centaur. I keep saying Centaur. Oh my God. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I, that whole scene, I'm like, wouldn't just shoot him in the ass. I, I, they run and run and run and run and run and run, and I'm like, I would have just shot him. You, you think I'm running that far? You know, just, I just winged him, just clip him on the leg. You know, just shoot him in the foot or the leg, something. I'd be like, oh, that running. Oh my god. So anyway, that brain is is from uh, a guy from uh, this evil. I don't know if he was evil to begin with, but the the smartest guy on the planet who got killed by some robot and was so smart that when he was dying he had his brain like removed and it's and now it turned evil totally makes sense and That's it's cut and and they're bringing it to earth to take over the earth so he could control the universe he wants to control the universe but he's going to start with earth so then they bring you know their 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 all their whatever their henchmen Min- over the minions here. yeah yeah their minions and then you know shenanigans ensue after that yeah that run the, oh yeah and the brain doesn't look like a brain no, it looks like some... Like a toad. Like the back yeah. of a toad or something. But then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I wonder if they would have put him... Like, remember when they saved Hitler's brain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. if they, like, put it next to that, and that's where he got the evil. Like, he was fine. Yeah. And then he got evil by because he was there. Yeah, and once again, in this Hitler. one... In this one, you got the precocious young little kids. That girl was goofy looking. She was. Like, there's usually... The, the Japanese kids are very cute. 
Not her. No, she looked like a shrunk down older woman. Like she, she reminded me of a young Yoko Ono, <laughs> or just like Yoda, or something like like. It was odd, off putting because although the kids generally annoy me in these movies, they just run around and cause hijinks. It's not like they're just in these movies, you know, and but they're always cute little Japanese kids. And in this one, there's this kid, the boy and the girl. And the girl literally looks like if you took an old Japanese woman and shrank her. Yeah. She's very strange looking. Like, I'm like, what? Like, I even like kind of rewound a little bit and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. am I looking at here? Like, what is this? You know? And yeah, then, but not a not a particularly cute kid. No. But okay, whatever. So yeah, you had that. And then you have that. that, that my, one of my favorites was the the one doctor that they uh, hijacked. The one with the with the falcon on his shoulder. That thing was awesome, dude, okay? You that know, was awesomeness. Whenever you see some guy with, like, an eye patch and, like, a bird of some type. Could have been a dead bird for all you know. Yeah. It didn't move yeah. much. Oh, but my yeah, God. But, yeah, he was, he, he was the evil, you know, doctor. I think it was an Earth doctor that got, like, hijacked by the... And then they, they're creating those mutants that... The latex man or whatever. But he was oh. we- he was pretty weird looking, Those though. bug... Bat looking, the bat looking guy with the big fangs and all that doing yeah. the uh, doing like that. He's doing just like a dance. Yeah, well, now he looked like David Bowie. Like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. looked like David Bowie, but just like doing like this weird, like, ooh, like he was like doing some some freak out. He was like he doing was a creepy, drug, but he was creepy looking. psychedelic freak out with a creepy mask on. I did like looking. the bat logo. Oh, on the on the guy, yeah, they yeah. were slamming some logo in this one. Yeah, like, yeah, the other yeah, one didn't yeah. have any like official evil logo. Yeah. This one had like the bat fanged. I don't know. It almost looked like the bat, mo- the wild women of bat. The, the wild world of bat woman. Yeah, it did that, look like bat. That women. looked like the same one. It looked like the same thing. Yeah. Except they dip, didn't chrome. Like yeah, they chrome right. plated it. That's the only difference. It was, oh, that's a movie we should watch one day. Oh, oh man, man, that one's tough to get through. Oh God. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. yeah, we're we're fading off into other like worse movies. Oh, you mentioned a good one there. Now, what was the deal with those ghost chicks? Yeah, that one like ghost-looking chick. She was another mutant that they couldn't. They she would just appear like there was a not. It was a second brain, she right? She was cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. She was she she was like pretty, but like wrong. She, was she looked a like mask Kabuki mask a yeah. little bit and Kabuki gab mask on wrong. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She you could tell she was evil, but she didn't do anything. She, she fought. Just, she just oh, that's right. She, she first fought. appeared and she was just like whatever. Then she went away and then she came back to fight Starman. That's Starman, right. Yeah. Oh, and that was just like non-contact. Yeah. That was a really bad fight. Well, it, se- it seems like when I see Starman fighting in this one, because he fights like eighty thousand guys too. Yeah. But he almost looked to me like he's doing that Steven Seagal style of uh, fighting, like a keto, yeah. a keto or something. He's not doing like he's mostly blocking and throwing. But he's not really <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, I know. There's not like, one person on that set that knew any karate yeah, or any mark. I don't think there's any person on there that could have defended himself against a subway pervert. Like, <laughs> okay. like that. Like they were all like non-combatant. They just were standing there, like I don't know what of it. I'm, I'm on a movie. I'm. It's like, hey, I'm famous. I'm in a movie here. Throw me all over. <laughs> throw me over the balcony. <laughs> exactly. The oh, the one, the one robot in the opening scene on both the movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, he looks like the one bounty hunter from the beginning of the Star Wars when the when Boba Fett is first there and there's that, that all those bounty hunters he's like you know find this guy and I'll give you money there's like one that's like a tiny gangly like robot looking thing okay all right. that's what this guy looks like but that's a real person and I remembered I, I kind of flashed back to when I was in Japan 
and um now america's like we're all big boned <laughs> yeah. so when you go to japan and you stay in japan for like a long time you realize how like how thin they are but there every now and then in japan you walk by somebody and you're like are they alive like they're so thin and frail wow. that they look like like I always think of it like if I hit them I could go right through their entire body. <laughs> like like I could just punch like straight through and like you'd see my hand on the other side. And that's the guy who's that thin robot in the gem council. Okay. He's got to be like if you watch it he's got to be one of those guys that you stop and you go, "Oh my god, you're like eat something, eat a rice cake or something, you know, cuz they're they're like dangerously tiny. They're like they're tall. But they're like literally like maybe eighty pounds, seventy pounds, and oh these are guys, God. you know. And you're just like, uh, yeah, you're yeah. my birth weight, like, yeah, and, and yeah. you know what I mean. And you're six, you're six foot tall. So that that guy, one of the robots in the gem council, was like that, and I, I was like, wow, that guy <laughs> is thin. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, the ending of this movie is the same thing. He fights like eight thousand guys in the laboratory. I mean, the laboratory, guys, the yeah. laboratory was cool looking. Some of the sets looked all right. I didn't mind them. I mean, they no, it's good. good for the times that it was made. The photography was nice. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm not being derogatory about it. I mean, they, they have no budget. These are those kind of things that were made with no budget. They were trying to establish a hero, or trying to get a new hero, even like the first. He was might he might have been one of the first ones they did. Yeah, it, if Toho or uh, Toei would have got this, it probably would have been like another superstar or mm-hmm. you know, one of their stables. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember when I went through the Toei movie studio movie, I went through the Toei movie studio. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was that many of those things. Those like superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have hundreds of pictures from it, I, which I have to process for King Don and you to look at. Yeah, I really would like to see it. Cause I got all the ones from the uh, Adam Boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had all of his stuff from his museum, and then when I went through Toei, um, I didn't realize there was so many of those Ultraman looking things. Oh sure. There's hundreds and hundreds of them, like, and I'm Every taking year pictures. They would make one. Yeah, I'm taking pictures, and and eventually I'm just like. I don't even know who the hell I'm taking pictures of. Who is this? Who are these people? You know, like, and, and there's motorcycles and crazy vehicles and crazy stuff. Kamen Rider and all Yeah, that yeah, stuff. like all those guys and all those guys. And when the bad guy looks like a big lion head cheetah thing. Like, sure. So this was like the beginning of that whole movement or that whole... Yeah, it was definitely the the, the influence for uh, Ultraman. Yeah. Definitely. You could tell. Yeah. You know. Which is a lot goofier and funkier. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> you know, Ultraman is Ultraman. What are you gonna do? Yeah, he's in his own little Ultra world. I have a I have a big Ultraman sitting back there guarding the pinball machine, straight from Japan. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. somebody built it as a model and gave it to me. He's about three feet tall. One of three. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's old. Yeah, there's a lot of those too. They make them in all different. There's Godzilla's too. I know. I I should get one of them, like one of those three foot tall ones and build it. You know, like the the other PVC or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, you my, my friend had this one Godzilla. He probably still does, and they made it so it's on. It's on. It's a. It's a Godzilla, but inside they actually made a guy in it. So it's like the guy in the suit. You know, they went that really? far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Godzilla plus the guy in oh, the suit. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is so fun, man. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely and. I was very excited when you found when we found these. We were gonna do which we, we were gonna do what we were gonna do Neptune the, Man, right? We were gonna do the, the Neptune Man, which I've seen a lot of times um, through MST, MST and regular. You know, I've seen the Prince of Space stuff, which that's what Neptune Man was another other Prince of Space things. 
but um, and I had never heard of Starman. You were like, why don't we do this one? And you you were you were saying because I just found super. It. You were like, do Super Giant or something. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I, and I thought and I was very excited and I was like, oh great, it's something I've never seen before because this is right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. this is the kind of stuff that I really enjoy. From the worst examples to the best examples, I, I laugh, I have fun with it. You know, this one wasn't quite to those levels of like. I was less and less enthused about the second one after seeing the first one because I was like, but the second it, one is better. The second one's better. I mean, the first one was it, it was hard to get through because it just was nothing was like really happening. And when sometimes when you're sitting there watching a movie for like an hour and a half, you start to realize that there's no progression, there's no nothing. You're just literally kind of seeing whatever you know there's there's not even like a story to it really other than just okay there's some stuff happening and then that's the end of that you know and, yeah. and that's what happened and you I, gotta give you gotta realize that they chopped these up badly that's once you told they me chopped that them up badly. i was like that makes sense because that's what happens when you get five and six editors doing something or when you when you start to try and piece this stuff together well, it, they have to stick Brett Morrison to narrate every ten minutes of the movie. You know, you got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So um, yeah, um, now yeah, the the evil guys, the 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 lizard guy and the ghostly chick, uh, they added a lot to it too. They are cool. Yeah, they were very cool. I like the styling on them. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I guess that's about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, what what did you think of? What what would you give them? You know, rating out of ten. I'll give them like a six because they're definitely worth watching. Yeah. If you if you like this stuff, watch it because you'll you'll get a kick out of it. But it's a little slow at spots. Right. The, the, but the the uh, evil brain is better of the two. Right. And I, I I'm right there with you. I'll go with a six just because uh, if you if you like the same as you if you like that kind of stuff, you know then you you, you owe it to yourself to kind of see where it begins. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If you like serials and. Japan and Superman and superheroes and now what is all that stuff going from the, the the Far East to our country? What what are some of your serials that you mem- that you remember? I like the Captain Marvel serial because the guy actually looked like Captain Marvel. Never saw that one. Anymore. Oh, it's a good one, man. Tom yeah. Tyler really looks like Captain Marvel. It's, it's Republic, so there's a lot of good fights and flying. There's Commando Cody. You Republics know, the are always man. like that. Yeah, they're the, they're the best fights. Yeah, yeah. Flash Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um now did you ever see Burnham Up Barnes? I, I watched ha- a little bit of it. I have I, I have that series. I bought that. Like I have that. So I could ever, I could let you borrow that if you ever want to. No, you you gave me a VHS of it a long time oh, ago okay. and I burned it for you. That's what, okay, that's what it was cuz I had the double That's thing. a little uh, I wouldn't really get into it that. It was kind of cheesy because he was really just really very I think it's 30s. He was like race car driver yeah, guy yeah. and then he was like a I don't know, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that were a little bit goofier. Ugh, I know God. there were some really wacky ones out there. Well, the, the Batman one looked really cheesy with Batman oh. with the droopy ears and God. Robin had like, looked older than Batman. Dude, I, I, I like the Batmobile back then it was just like a Studebaker or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. That one was yeah, hard yeah. to watch. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. That was... Uh, yeah, there's Shandu the Magician which was uh, the one that, um, it's got another, oh, the, the, it's the Phantom Creeps with Bella with that creepy yeah. looking dude that... <laughs> That uh, what's his face uses all the time. Rob Zombie. Yeah, uses all the time. I will. Yeah. I will take over the world. I'm thinking, how are you gonna take over the world? With this thing, a slow-moving yeah. robot with a big head. I'm yeah. pretty sure we can escape that. You know, yeah. I, don't, I I don't know how you're gonna take over the world with that, but whatever. Cereals are an acquired taste. I knew I knew people that would like get them and here watch it, and I'm like two and a half hours and a recap every like that's, five minutes. That's it's, the hard part. Because yeah. they were made to put in front of a movie once to a keep week. kids to go once a week. So if they didn't, if they missed a week, you could still pick up the next one because they showed you 
like what happened. You know, I mean, I'm very familiar with the uh, Commando Cody because we did that for the the uh, dubbed 420 television yeah. program. You know, and uh, we're staying away from those for our. We're, we're I'll let the cat out of the bag that we're going to be doing an upcoming uh, video project. Yeah, we've alluded to it a little bit more, but it's it's starting to ramp up. Um, costuming is almost complete. Green screen is in place. So we will be uh, filming very soon, and then we're going to start uploading to the... You'll, we'll be hawking that early and often yeah, on this yeah, show. Yeah. So um, we're going to be using some of these more classic educational shorts uh, in the in the beginning to kind of get rolling. So. Right, right, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think we'll do any of these uh, serials, though. They're kind of... No, no, they take too long. And they man. take too long, and they're kind of not enough content. You we know? could do a segment... We can do one episode, possibly. That's a, like yeah, but that's minutes. not funny. Like when we think of all these like educational films out there that are just yeah, so yeah, crazy yeah, and yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. We have too in much so to ways. choose from on the buffet to go to the last part and get yeah. the cereals out of you know. Mm. All right, well, you got anything else? It's gonna be a little bit of short of a show. We're about four minutes short, but whatever. Oh God, what else have we got going on? Well, there's my blog, Two Dimension. Oh yeah, you never even talked about that. Two Dimension Podcast. Yeah, I'm not Two Dimension. We talked about Two Dimension, <laughs> but I'll plug it again. Two Dimension Comic Book Podcast. No, Destination Nightmare. Destination Nightmare. Where yeah. like I just did a podcast with Brian Yetter about. Oh, you Cinema got it going? The, Yeah, the Cinema of the Philippines is up there, so we did a show. Nice. With him, we got another one upcoming right now. It's like I'm working on it with. Uh, a weird combo of Joe Namath slash mask wrestlers. Because he wrote a Joe Namath book, Brian Yetter did, called Joe Namath Game by Game. Wow. So we talked about that, and then the second half we talked about mask wrestlers. He also did a book called Cinema of the Philippines, and that's what we did the first episode. So the Philippines is up. Namath will be up in a week or two. And then for the third one... So what are you doing, just dropping up there that people download it right from the site? Yeah, yeah. What I did was I took the blog, and I created like on the left-hand side like a little icon of a drive-in speaker. And underneath, I was able to figure out how to put the podcast on this. The podcast is permanently on there. And then like I, when, I, when, the, when I get the second one done, I'll put the second one out in there. And then maybe maybe once a month, I'll try to do one and put it Damn. on there. So. I'd have you do, you got to do our sites. <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah. a lot better at it than I am, I'll tell you oh, that man, much. It's been hit and miss, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, Don, wow. Don helped me a little bit, but it's hit and miss doing that stuff. But, <sighs> you know, bad. I got it done. I mean, I'm bad at it. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, WordPress is harder, I think, than Blogger is. Yeah, I, I'm on Blogger, and Don said Blogger's way easier. Oh, that must be what it is, because I use WordPress for a couple different projects, and it's so difficult to make any changes or make... I'm, there's people that are really good at it. I oh, think, sure. I think I'm just doing it wrong, or, you know, it's it's usually rarer. And yeah. there's a lot of stuff that I wish I knew how to do, but I don't. Yeah. I guess it's all... You know what happens? It's one day somebody goes, hey, could you do this? And I'm going like, well, I don't know how, but I guess I could try. And then you just screw around until you figure out how to do it. And you don't know if it's right or wrong, but it worked, and you just ba- yeah, slowly back which, away. Which is my <laughs> theory of life. <laughs> I just make it work and slowly back away so it yeah, doesn't Just remember, kids, when break. somebody says, can you do this, just say yeah, and then figure out how to do it. You know, Don't say <laughs> no, say yes. Then try to do it. Except, of course, if it's like jumping into a uh, you know f- giant needles with uh, poison on them, you don't want to do that. Looks like know? I picked the wrong data. Quit sniffing glue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Airplane reference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're building a model kit there, so I'm sure. Yeah, oh yeah. Look, there's testers glue right there. Yep. Be careful. Yeah. Do you remember when back in the day they took the they took uh, they did something to the glue they made it orange flavor they made it orange and lemon flavor then you so build you, your model kits and they smelled like lemonade yeah because you didn't they didn't want people like apparently that didn't people get were huffed, people were whatever. huffing a lot back yeah, then and then they just moved to gold paint all right well that's all we got for this week <laughs> <laughs> on that wonderful tip for how to sniff, sniff paint uh, and glue so 
I'm Chairman Mao. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown, and we're going to see you in the funny papers. That's a thing. <laughs>